Hi everyone, this is Marilyn Bradford, and I would like to welcome you to my Left Turn podcast. What is your left turn? Writing a blog, parenting in a different way, letting go of the old because you are aware of something greater. Left turns are choices we can all make. It's about a willingness to step into the unknown in any area of your life, to trust yourself to risk creating or trying something new. It's about letting your true uniqueness shine. The greatest people who have lived, artists, statesmen, writers, explorers, musicians, have all been people willing to turn left. What capacities do you have that you have not acknowledged? What would your life and the world be like if you were willing to turn left? Welcome everyone to this episode of Left Turn Podcast. I'm Marilyn Bradford and I have an absolutely amazing guest today, Francesca Fiorentini. She makes me want to learn Italian. You thank you for having me, Marilyn, and you have been pronouncing magnifically, really. <laughs> so you. good. Uh, Francesca, in a way, it's hard to describe her because she's so gracious and creative and just a huge, I would say a personality, but that's not what it is. It's a being. She's just got this wonderful, amazing, huge being. Um, she grew up in a hotel initially. So, you know, there she was. A young child among all the baggage, greeting everybody, making everyone feel comfortable. <laughs> and she still does that today in many, many ways. Um, not only is she an access consciousness facilitator, but she's the worldwide coordinator and is uh, a woman who wears many, many hats. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me again. And I just wanna edit something. I am one of the worldwide coordinator access has been grown so much that we are three at the moment so just that also for my colleagues just so you know that's Modest <laughs> sarah and sean so just so we all are okay thank you for having me truly and yeah and i want to say how much i i've been knowing you since the beginning of my journey in access consciousness classes you were there much earlier uh, before me and there's been always that you know good connection and fun and kindness that you be you well, know thank you thank really. you it's been really thank cool having you in my life yes it's been yes and it's been very cool for me having you in my life so on to left turns those things that we do when we know what's required and everybody else is going uh, I'm not so sure. Why would you choose that? Or maybe you want to think about it. But in your being, you know, hmm, this is what I need to do. This is what's going to create for me. This is following the energy. So if you could choose some of your favorite or biggest left turns, what would they be? <laughs> I was saying that I probably have done many of those and not really acknowledged them. Uh, mm -hmm. Now that you ask me, one of the biggest that really made me turn left and 180 degrees and, you know, another direction uh, was when I 
start, like when I start my journey with access consciousness, in a way that for the first time in my life, finally, I, I found friends from somewhere else in the world who was telling me through videos, through books, through, you know, any emails that I was receiving and the bars that I was, these amazing tools of access consciousness, right? The, the, the main body work that we <laughs> all have access to, the access bars, that finally there was something that I was choosing and creating a life that I really desired to. And in that moment of my life, I was 34. And for many years before, I was literally trying to change my partner, my family, uh, my money situation, <laughs> the abuse that I was uh, I was receiving. And also I was perpetrating. Because you know mm. what? Well, like most of it, I was receiving a lot of abuse, but I was also perpetrating it in, my, in, in the people that were close to me because I was keep choosing it. Mm. And in that moment with accent, like, you know what? Well, no, I'm changing this. Not from a victim point of view. Mm -hmm. I was like, I there is something greater there available, I know. And I left my, my ex-partner, that is the father of my daughter. And I remember I knocked my mom's door. She looked at me, I'm like, What's the, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't have money, don't know where to go. I'm choosing to live in him and doing my life. And she was like, okay, come in. I'm like, no one will ever thought I could have done something like that. Because you yeah. know when you trap on a situation. And from there, I was very much, I think if I look at myself from the outside a little bit, probably a lot of people thought that was crazy. Yes. I was go I was going like insane, no longer looking at what was logic, you know, or what the, you know, most of the time people choose based on consequences in, instead of just choosing yes. and see what will, you know, show up in their life. So I was finally choosing no longer based on consequences, based on that energy of that that's for me that liveness you know of i don't know that's unknown but actually i do know just go and every time you choose something i was choosing something something else will show up and then i will choose something different so there was not the most before i was like oh if i have to choose something i had the sense that i was put myself on a corner that i uh -huh. couldn't change that choice mm -hmm. um so just to go back to the fact that probably people were thinking I was insane, get insane, insanely happy. That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I was like, everything is possible. Um, without money, start doing the classes, attending the classes. With that, I was hang hungry of new possibilities. Yes. I was hungry of my life. Yes. And since then, magically, it's been create I create a life that I never thought I knew was possible but I didn't really have the sense that I could have it and every you know like yes. all of that that has been a, one of the biggest turn I love what you said about choosing because when we're choosing with the consequences we're choosing from our head it's linear but when you're choosing I just know I no consequences. I just, I know I, this is what I'm choosing. 
we're choosing from awareness and knowing. And it sounds like that's what you've been doing. But it's also, you know, like, I mean, I'm Italian and I, and we know each other much. And I mean, if anyone has been, you know, I've been in your telecalls and thing, and we had also a little talk about it, but we come from different cultures, right? And each family has their own way of educating or, you know, growing up their kids or, and I mean, who, all of us probably will blame their parents for something, you know, mm-hmm. and some of us for more than something. But to me, it was like the sacrifice, I need to suffer, sacrifice myself for my family, for what I choose, take, yes. you know, take him with me until the end of life. That's not true, is no. it? No. So it's also that, so if you choose something just for you, that's a point because that's what I've been introduced to. And literally, Marilyn, I didn't even have the money to buy a BNU book. Wow. So Dane here, the, co- the co-creator of Access Consciousness, right, has this amazing book called BNU, Changing the World. Yes. And it's been published literally on the same time that I that mm-hmm. came, you know, unknown, the Access Consciousness tools. I didn't have the, t- the money to, I didn't have a credit card to buy it online. And... I sign up for his website, the landing page of the book, where if if you were if you sign up for it, you will receive a couple of audio chapter. Mm-hmm. And so I've been listening to those audio <laughs> chapter like repeatedly. I, I I know by memory. And there was a friend that I never met before, though in another side side of the world, telling me, "Hey, you can choose for you. It's not being selfish mm-hmm. when you choose for you." everything around you change and I'm like really I'm not selfish I'm not responsible because that was the time like if you choose something that you don't know the result what will it be you might be addressed like a very irresponsible person yes well most people say you're selfish it's because you're not doing what they want you to do for them bang my drop (laughs) (laughs) and Suddenly, I everything was really the opposite. Like I start choosing for me, and people was start noticing how generous I was, or how kind I was, and how you know all the brilliance. And I'm like, but I always been that. But people yes. were blaming me for the opposite. So it's, um, and who cares at this at that moment? The right, the left turned on. It was whatever people were saying. Yes, was no longer relevant. It's start like you know, defragmenting, receiving the judgment or the approval of others. We still, you know, some here and there. We still have it because it's it's a little bit how this word is uh, made for. You know, you need to have people agreeing with you. Or, but slowly for me, and actually faster than I thought, it started defragmenting. I didn't care anymore. And that's the real so, people. Okay. Yeah. And that's a left turn in and of itself. Yeah. To really know that what other people think of you is their stuff. It's not relevant to you. And you never have to be in that universe. Yeah, truly. And many other left turns. Yeah, it's been interesting. And one and every choice I make after that, I think, has been always a left turn almost a time, based on every time I was choosing for me. Yes. Not from I will choose this and because I will have that. I was choosing for me because that was 
what was working for me. Yes. Always has been turned up in the greatest, I thought. Also, during COVID, there is another thing that also another big turn life I had to do at that time. So the, the world was ending, I would say. The, the world was closing up yes. just right before COVID. And with the work I'm, I, I, I do in Access Consciousness, I always travel a lot. I am an event. Yes. And we had we had an event planned in Rome and Italy was closing. So we moved it to Hungary and then Hungary was closing. So we all had to leave. And at that time, my partner, Mark, was living in us, was from Australia. And I was there with Simone Milas as another, you know, it's <laughs> worldwide business coordinator of Access and a great certified advanced facilitator from Australia. And I had to choose in 10 hours. What do I do? Wow. Will I go to Australia? Or go back or go to Venice, where my 22 years old daughter was and my mom. And I chose to go to Australia. Wow. And I remember I cried <laughs> so far. I cried for 10 hours trying to, I call everyone I really care about and say, hey, what do you get? Yeah. No one. And that day I, I really realized that no one can really choose for you. No. That's time. Yes, <laughs> no one can really choose for you. You would like having sometimes such a big choices that has to be done in a, such a short time. And I was like, what do you do? And I, I could hear people saying, why are you going to Australia or someone? And then I, I chose, I cried for 10 hours, go to the airport with these big eyes, <laughs> like... <laughs> And I landed in Australia and 24 hours later, they closed the border. There was wow. no way that no one could get in, get out. It's been tough because yes. I was, you know, everyone was, we, we didn't know what was going to happen. I thought in a month I will come back or I yes. will be able, but actually yeah. I got back after almost two years. Wow. But in that case, the, the peace and the joy that I've been experiencing during that time, even if Australia was a very close country, where we lived, we basically had the beach in front. Mm. At the end, I, I developed I, I develop, I, my, my business. I was close to my partner and my best friends. I bought an amazing car. So, and I did experience a different way of living. Wow. And... My family, my daughter, they stay mm -hmm. where they, and also for her, it's been hard, but she has been experiencing different things without me there. Yes. Yes. She realized how great and amazing she actually is. Oh, wonderful. Instead of having mom, right? Taking care. So, and I think I've been judged a lot for that. Yes. You should. And at the same time, if I look at what I've been creating, am I, that was the greatest choice. I could have done. Wow. Living exactly. in a country during COVID. Yeah. And I didn't know about it, but I basically don't like probably catastrophe or, you know, things. Yeah. I, in Italy, it would have been terrible. It was one of the worst countries in the world to stay in. Because COVID. so shut down or shut down. Yeah. There was like, you know, and I wouldn't know have my house. It would be in all really really uh tight and like this like in the with the choice with the choice i made i i learned to live in another country i've been you know experienced there and and actually not so much in shutdown 
we couldn't leave there. We were in a like, you know, in a Truman show, in a bubble. That's what we were. <laughs> but within the bubble, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. So, and I will not like, I, I can see the choice what I've been creating also, not just for me, for other people. So that's been like a, a, a last minute, like a short time choice, very big at that time. But that's why I say, if you choose for you, and you still feel selfish, you know, in a way, because, you know, you have family, you have people to take care of. Uh, but what if you are willing to be named like selfish too? What if, you know, that limit, that judgment, it's it, whenever we have a judgment, we need to create a problem around that, right? What if you don't have a judgment regarding and you are willing to be anything and anything? No I love what. that. Whenever we have a judgment, we need to create a problem around it. I never heard it put that way. That's, actually, <laughs> that's brilliant, Francesca, because it's true. If you have a judgment of yourself as selfish, then you have to create a problem about that. And then you have to do something about it. You have to obsess about it. And I think that's marvelous. I like that. You are marvelous. Thank you. So that's, that's it. True. Yeah, that's one of two big ones and probably others, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, did yeah. you know as a child, did you, I, I mean, I remember my own childhood, there was often, it was kind of a conflict between what I knew was true for me and what my family and everybody expected of me. And sometimes I would go one way and sometimes I would go the other way. Um, did you have any sense of that as a child? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I grew up in Venice, right? Like Italy, this yes. beautiful place, but um, I am very grateful because it gave me a good childhood too, very fun and all of that. But since I was a kid, I think I'm the third uh, child and my siblings are much older than me, nine years and a half and 11 and oh, a half. that's older, yes. So I really came not planned. They, right. they, they keep me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think my mom my dad was planning to have the third kid after a long time. But here I am. So a little bit controversial. I've always been controversial because I could, one of the things I always seen, like for me, uh, I've seen my siblings, like I remember dealing with my parents or with their life and not being super happy. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. I see. And then for me, it was like, why? Yes. You know, like why we're choosing that? And I remember how much I was with my father, always had a great um, relationship. He's no longer alive, but I could talk with him very clearly since the beginning. That's what my siblings couldn't because, mm -hmm. you know, for, with me, he was relaxed. That was the third one. I was his toy, the one that he could take around. He didn't even have to prove anymore to the world. He was a good father, you know, that sense of like yes. authority. Uh, so I could say, hey, why you treat them like that? Or why you judge that person? Like, are we, are we all equal? One other thing as well, I never for me make sense, made sense why people judge each other for the color of their skin. Right. I, since I was a kid. And my dad was like, why are you like so? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. For what reason would you judge someone? Would you uh prioritize someone for that mm -hmm. or 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 not so there's been many things that i was like controversial and 
I remember since also when I was like 10, 11, no, actually maybe 13, I want to do languages at school, like my sister, but I wasn't really a good student. Like, well, I was, but not as excellent. Like, you know, I, I did my thing very quick and then not staying on the, on the books uh, for ages. And my dad said, no, you don't do that. You're good in math. So you are going to do an accounting school. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> nope, it's not happening. So from having the maximum votes of math in yeah. like few months, I dropped. And then, I'm, and then I succeed better in languages. So I said, now you, what are I doing? I, okay. So he let me do it, but it was interesting how I knew it. And then during the, the years, if I look what I started doing with access consciousness and traveling the world, one of my job as well was like language coordinator before yes. becoming one of the worldwide coordinator and having that experience and their sensibility and the knowing the regarding languages, culture, literature, and arts yes. that open up for more in my future. So I'm like, what did I know? Yes. That I had to follow for me instead yes. of, you know, yes, I'm not easy person to put on the chain. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm putting on chain. I don't know if that's an Italian phrase or what, but I am not an easy person to put on the chain. No, <laughs> that's great. Oh, Elise, I'm not. I will walk with you and have your back, but if you force me to be someone else, I can't do it. Okay. I did it for a long time, thinking about that that was was right thing with a, mm -hmm. a relationship and being relationship. an a wife. Now, and then wasn't because I'm like, I can't, I am not good on that. Yeah. Pretending to be mindable and <laughs> submissive. <laughs> well, that's, thank you so much, Francesca. That thank is you. really inspiring. And that, that sense that you, you have all this kindness and gratitude and peace in your universe. And yet you don't ever have that sense that you have to change for someone or that you have to um, get into their universe or come down to their judgments or whatever. So it's it's such a lovely kind of being and process and and it, it is very inspiring. So thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. And just one last thing regarding, I, regarding not changing for others. Yes. Um, I, I will be, I will lie if I say I never did that, right? Because sometimes you think it's the right things to do. Mm -hmm. And and so if any of you, you know, any of us like find themselves in the same situation, just turn it. It's, I don't, I don't blame yourself. I mean, right. we, when you feel like, feel like, so I say feel because your body is no longer alive or you don't have any more that sense of happiness of you. Let's say you are, look, the birds are proof. You, yeah. are, you, are you are basically choosing or changing for someone else. Yes. That might that person or even ask you that. Yes, yes, that's true. Your job, the person. So that's, that's it. So the brilliance of us is, yeah, it's actually a non-known non space to discover every day. Yes, I think. yes. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining this episode of Left Turn. 
I wonder what embracing left turns could create in your life. What magical possibilities might show up? Remember, when you choose left turns, you are joining a group of the most creative and brilliant people the world has ever known. Thank you.